0: Welcome to the Speak the Language podcast. Jordan, how's it going? Going good. You've been away for like seven months.
1: I'm glad to be apart again.
0: (laughs) You've been not telling me when you're doing them. What are you going to do if I did do them? You've been like... N- not here you've been not anywhere
1: i've been ter- i've been around
0: but you ain't been around me
1: i've been t- been that's what good turkey hunters are try to be turkey hunter too i'm not too good at it but i've been trying to do my part of being a turkey hunter
0: i've been trying hard yeah no there's been no uh had to like do basically 30 minute monologues the past two episodes mm. yeah mm. That's, <laughs> what, that's what i said because mm. you can't like introspectively when you try to do these episodes and like we're at camp, like we're at kudzu,
1: I've seen you try to, I've seen you have plenty of conversations for yourself though. Yeah. You're I'm, able to do
0: it. No, I can do it. But I'm saying it's like, it'd be like hey, Brad, you want to do a podcast? It'd be like, well, I think I'm going to go take a nap. <laughs> and then here we are. I'm like, well, I got to, and here we are. Yeah. e haw. Uh. It is end of April. Yeah. End of the April. Brad and I walked the entire loop and then some at the place this morning. You know where I'm speaking of. Yeah. And did not at one point ever think we heard a turkey. Mm. And I'm talking we covered it. Mm. And it was. I mean, granted. I mean, it was. It wasn't raining, but it was super humid out. What sling blade say? <coughs> <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah, I
1: woke up this morning. It was sunny outside. I was like, Dad, go. I'm we turkey hunting.
0: Yeah. I mean, but that's what Brad and I were talking about. When you get to this point in Mississippi anyways, I mean, I thought we were going to at least hear a turkey, but... You know, how the you m-
1: may go back same spot tomorrow and hear three. Yeah, it's hammering. Yeah, so it's kind of what you run into late season. Feast or it. famine. Yep.
0: Feast or famine.
1: I've been checking in with all my fellers I know that turkey hunt about Argo go listening just about every morning, and it's been that way for about the last week. Yeah. You'll, one morning you'll hear them doing it, and then go two or three days and nothing.
0: Yeah, I went. Well, I shot out a uh, sample, uh, a sample size of text this morning. Kind of the same thing, like, hey, what you hearing, what's going on? And I don't think anybody I talked to this morning had heard a turkey to anything to mention, anyways. I mean, yeah. like, oh, I think I heard one way off, you know, but it wasn't, I didn't talk to anybody that was like, man, they was ripping. And a buddy
1: of mine that's in uh, northern Mississippi, I guess, north central Mississippi, yesterday morning, mm-hmm. he heard one and they actually killed it and he gobbled several hundred times. Well, he said. And uh, stayed in a tree for two
0: hours gobbling. The difference in the days, though. Yep. And a di- little difference in uh, latitude, too. hmm May have helped some. Is he, like, way north or just kind of north?
1: No, he's an hour and a half here.
0: Okay. Well, good for him.
1: Up there in my old stomping grounds.
0: Ah, I see, I see. Yep, yep. I see, I see, I see. Well, a lot has happened. A whole lot has happened.
1: A whole lot's happened, and we've been doing a lot, but not a whole lot to show results of. So,
0: a little bit. Not a lot, but a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Um, we were in the Midwest this past week. Hang on, hang on. Let me try to track back. I was in a hunted at Kudzu with Brad and Wilbur. And no it didn't. I hunted with Brad and Wilbur would went to Kudzu, it was at Brad's place. And uh to my surprise. We did hear Turkey's Goblin. Um uh, we had one close enough to where I could I heard him drum three times and I was for sure that Carrie Stan's trying to call me. He's probably shot another turkey. Yep. That little sucker's been on a rip, roar, and tear this season.
1: Uh, he's been on fire. Yeah.
0: Um I'll call him back. Uh so we get on this turkey with Will, despite the fact that it was like a windy, spitting rain morning. And uh, I hear a turkey drum three times, and all of a sudden I hear like this multi gobble. And what I mean is like you know how they like they gobbled at the same time, but you're most sure it's multiple turkeys. Yeah, like standing together. Right. Like this turkey's drumming, and I hear, and I was like, that's that was at least two turkeys gobbling on top of each other. And uh, right after that happened, the turkey stopped drumming, nowhere to be seen, and the group of three kept gobbling. And finally, they kind of like made a circle around us. And Brad had stopped calling, and Brad was like, "That's those three bull jakes." And I said, <sighs> "It is the year of the Jake." I have personally seen sixteen jakes this spring in Mississippi on across four different properties. And granted, some of those—I mean, it wasn't sixteen individual jakes. I mean, rarely are—I mean, most of the time, it's like two of them at least, you know. So there was groups of them. It wasn't like sixteen different times. It was like five or six different times total. But the situation is dang near identical. You have a long beard or a goblin turkey one, and then they go quiet, or you see them make an exit, and then here come the jakes. Mm -hmm. It's happened so many times. Which I guess I mean that's you can only get mad so much about it because in some hands you're like, well, there's more to come if you look at it that way. Yep.
1: I always think about next year ought to be awesome. And then you go back, and it seems like it's still the same amount of turkeys there.
0: I do, yeah. Because I've seen years like this before, and you're like, man, there are going to be two-year-olds everywhere next year. And it's not like you see less turkeys, but you don't see some, like, huge spike and Yeah, you don't see
1: 12 beards running around. I wish I would. <laughs> so I was in Arkansas last weekend, too, yeah. for the opening there. And uh, the first morning, we caught up two Jakes. And then later on, it possibly... Was the same two came back in like three or four hours later in a different spot, same property, uh, and then the next morning we're hunting a different property and a wad of eight of them come up in there. Eight,
0: eight jakes. So yeah. Biggest wad I've seen this season was seven. You got me be beat by one. Yep, That's a bunch of. Them. Yeah.
1: Same way I think those turkeys. I think all those jakes had those go you know, gobblers where they're scared to gobble, I'm especially
0: sure. with a wolf pack running around like that. So the last two that I saw. Keith calls me and uh, asked me if I wants to go. And I'm like, of course, you know. And uh, we go out. We end up spotting, um, make, we're kind of like easing up this field edge and glassing. And Keith spots this turkey at uh, alongside this field, appearing to be all by himself strutting. And we're like, oh, boy, you know. This is a good scenario. So we – the plan was, instead of just, like, sitting down right where we saw him at and trying to yelp him up there, there's a spot in that field where Keith knows from hunting there a lot, and he says they like to make their entrance and exit right there. Mm-hmm. And we weren't, but, like, 50 yards, 60 yards from it. So it's like, if you can get to that spot where you know they like to enter and exit, why not get there, you yeah. know? So that's what we did, and uh, we separated... Because he did say there was a chance that he thought that turkey may, instead of just exiting straight out the field, he could dip into the woods and kind of hop into a drain. We were trying to cover all our bases. So we sit there. Surround him and close in. Surround him and close in, yeah. So we get set up. We waited. We yelped. Turkey gobbles. And when he gobbles, he must have been, like, naturally just drift in our direction because mm-hmm. when we saw him like from where we originally saw him at and when we made a loop to get at that corner we made like we couldn't just walk down the field edge because he would seen us obviously so we made like a big wide loop stayed kept eyes on him. by the time we got set up we couldn't see him anymore he must have been just drifting that way naturally because when we gobbled i mean he was 125 mm-hmm. i mean just mm-hmm. oh, 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 oh. <sighs> I'm like holy smokes you know get ready So there's like this high anticipation. You know how it is. Like all of a sudden, everything turns super tense, and your eyes are scanning everything, trying to catch movement. You know, like, where is he? He's going to come. I'm going to hear drumming. I'm going to catch a white head bobbing through the trees. So on and so forth. Nothing. 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 It's been like 15 minutes goes by. We start yelping again. Nothing. Like, We didn't spook him. What in the world happened? All of a sudden, right where we saw him last, around that part of the field, I see a turkey walk out in the field. I see another turkey walk out in the field. Now, yelp! they come in. Two Jakes. Uh. This podcast is brought to you by OnX Hunt, the app that has completely changed the game and helps you increase your success rates every time you go out in the field. It's something that we legitimately use every single day. doesn't matter if we're talking elk hunting, deer hunting, duck hunting upland hunting bass fishing it does not matter we don't go a day without using onyx hunt public and private land boundaries the new crop filters the new 3d mapping system there is not a time where onyx cannot help you and they update it all the time which helps you increase your success rates so go and check out the onyx hunt app today use the promo code primos20 to get 20 percent off your onyx hunt membership jake Ruse. yep (laughs) yep well. well that was the last bit before we went to uh, iowa yep uh whiskey ridge hunts our buddy tommy nails you had a great hunt first morning just
1: come out the out the gate just just laying laying it down
0: bro i needed it <laughs> i needed it i needed it bad yeah it's been a uh a like terribly, like if I if I had had the season that I've had, and had been like on turkeys and just did not working out or me making mistakes, it'd be like more, like maybe acceptable to me. But like I just hadn't been, hadn't really been in the game much, mm-hmm. you know. Like the most, like the best goblin turkey, um, that I've been on, is that one where I took those boys from the pawn shop shotgun. That one was we had that one. He was probably fifty five at the closest. He just wouldn't ever pop up over that rise. Um, and then that turkey that Brad killed with me, him, and Wilbur. Mm-hmm. That one was a that one was a really good one. But yeah, it, yeah. So we rolled up there, and I wasn't feeling it either. I mean, I was hoping for the best, but when we get it, when you walk outside to go turkey hunting and the wind's going, you just don't feel all that good about it. It's like thirty five degrees. Yeah but them suckers were gobbling though yeah they were yeah so i mean that yeah that was we got out there this first morning um we've hunted that farm i don't know if where we actually killed the turkey at would be a recognizable spot because i don't think we ever killed one right there before we've hunted around there but yeah troy killed one on that place last year but on a different part of the farm Mm -hmm. but yeah not not too terribly far from there but yeah i mean it was a pretty incredible morning what was it like five or six gobblers at least yeah.
1: They went up here in six or seven, but there was three or four within 200 of us.
0: We're standing at the top of the hill and the wind's blowing, and Jordan, I'm like, holy smokes, look yeah. at this. <laughs> All right, <laughs> boys, we're in the game. <laughs> hey, good, they're going to go What do you know? So, yeah, I mean, they come out and we thought we were going to have to move, and then they come across a canyon, which was unexpected, and then came into the corner of the field and. They were standing there, kind of skirting us, maybe starting to feel a little bit good, but they were thirty ish yards, and I was just so elated, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna work i needed mm-hmm. I needed this in my life. That was fun, and then you started hunting um and then it's, I transferred the luck that I've been having all season to you,
1: whatever you did, you rubbed it off real good <laughs>
0: <laughs> well technically, you had that even when you was in Arkansas, yeah.
1: Which I wasn't expecting a ton from Arkansas just because, you know, you hear about how tough the hunting is there. Yeah. And uh, well, I hunted two mornings and did finally get on a turkey that last morning, but I needed to leave to meet y'all in Iowa. Yeah. So that's one of them deals. So when you don't have a whole lot of time, you can't really expect a whole lot out of you something have to like try that. try it. Yeah.
0: Well, it's like one of them deals, like, like you said, with Arkansas. You probably weren't going into that thing going, well, I'm going to kill one.
1: Oh, no. I was just uh, trying to fill it out. To you try were, to
0: yeah, you were like, I'm going to start putting this puzzle together. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, got, I got some pieces put together, though, so I'm excited, hopefully, for next year.
0: What were you, like, was it, like, if if you were to describe the woods you were hunting in, was it... Was it similar to what we hunt in Mississippi? Was there more topography? Uh, no, I it's
1: like the foothills of those Ozarks where I was at. So it's mountainy stuff, yeah. Kinda. I mean, it's thousand foot elevation, probably.
0: Oh, wow. And okay. uh,
1: some steep, like big rock bluffs. It's gorgeous country with, yeah. with creeks. I mean, just pretty blue water in them, hardwoods, that pines up on the ridges. I mean, it's mm. gorgeous stuff. I mean, yeah. if I were to lay out a turkey hunting landscape, it, it would look like this.
0: Well, how many times do you hear those folks talk about that? They say you can go into some of those gorgeous turkey woods you can imagine, and you don't hear anything. Yeah. So. But and at it, least you heard some.
1: Oh, uh, did not hear turkey on the roost. I uh-huh. heard my turkey gobble twice. Okay. Yeah. Way off. Uh, stood up on a big high spot that last morning. It was gorgeous. No wind. Just like thirty-eight degrees, crisp, no humidity, hardly, and. Nothing. But blew along out hooting. <laughs> 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 but uh, there's definitely turkeys up there where we we're at like it's, uh... Yeah. Uh, i think it's
0: just they weren't gobbling mm-hmm. yeah. been about the story of the season
1: yes yeah, uh, this weather man This, uh... i mean everybody's got an excuse when things aren't going your way but yeah. weather has so much to do with turkey hunting you know and Even here in Mississippi, we've had, you know, a day or two where it's, like, good conditions, but you haven't had that five or six days where it's in the 70s and bluebird conditions like you do get sometimes during the season. When that happens, it's usually we're making hay.
0: They have time to get right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And – we haven't had that this year. It seems like every time you do have a good and high-pressure day come running through, it's maybe three-quarters of a day, maybe have two days in a row. It hadn't happened very much. but
0: mm-hmm. There definitely have not been no stretch of them. No. Uh, it'll be like a – It's front. Like, after
1: front, tornado yeah, warnings. And
0: one day of good weather. The second day, the morning may be good, but then it's going to turn bad. The next day's windy and cloudy and rainy. Yeah, the and weather –
1: it makes a huge difference, especially hunting, you know, timber turkeys that you can't put eyes on. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they've got to be feeling it and acting right for you to, you know, get up in their, up in their grits because they move around a lot, too. Yeah. And that's something that, you know, with our turkeys we hunt here, a lot of people hunt, you know, have turkeys, even in Mississippi, that, you know, you can pretty much guarantee you there'll be a turkey in a certain area every morning,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which a lot of the turkeys we hunt, they move. Yeah. I mean, they may be quarter mile roosted that night somewhere.
0: Dude, the other thing, and this obviously carried over to, to Iowa as well, it's like Mississippi, or just looking at kudzu primarily, because that's where I've spent a lot of my time. Kudzu didn't look like springtime kudzu until like mid April. Yeah. And then, like, dude, look at like Iowa looked like January. Bare. There was no leaves. Like,
1: I, I we were talking about this last week. We we're
0: up there. I don't think we've been hunting at Tommy's
1: for five seasons now. Yeah. And every year that we've ever been up there, it's been some type of foliage. Yeah. And we've been the same exact dates every year. Mm-hmm. There's all like the red buds are usually budded out, and there's some type of ground forage that's green. I mean, this year it was like. Yeah. Look like January.
0: We'd usually make a remark about how it ain't quite as springtimeish as Mississippi looks. Oh yeah. But it's it's there's there's usually
1: not that many leaves on the big trees, but like ground foliage yeah. and like briars and all yeah. that have greened out. Leafed by that out time. and
0: stuff. And there was nothing. Yeah. Absolutely
1: nothing bear and them turkeys we were messing with in that big timber i mean you're just kind of it's about like hunting in the middle of a field because if you move i mean a turkey in the right spot can see you from 400 yards and some of that stuff Mm -hmm. and it just makes it tough when you're trying to do what we're doing and document it
0: yeah it was it was tricky the best like the best chance you had was getting on something and why you had to cover a darkness yeah and and once that darkness was lost it was
1: i'll tell you what though that one battle we had that morning for like five hours, that yeah, was fun.
0: That was fun.
1: We got on these turkeys, uh and the big like we're talking about big timber area. And uh these turkeys, I mean, they're not like what I call the ones that go in the fields. They're the ones that stay in the woods all day.
0: Which if I look, I'll kill a turkey wherever I can find him oh, But if yeah. I but if I had my rathers, I do like playing that game in the timber.
1: And mm-hmm. buddy, they did it. They just did everything but did, never did put our eyes on them. What they they gobbled. I mean, the turkey that we ended up calling up came from like 400 yards away, and <laughs> yeah. the timber and crossed a big ravine and got on the same ridge with us. And and just
0: just to, so like when Jordan says the turkey's about 400 yards, we can say this with most with with high assurance because if this gives you any reference to how open the woods was, you were actually looking at the turkey. Yeah, through he, your he, binoculars. he was about
1: 250-ish yeah. when I was looking at him, yeah. strutting on the next ridge over. Yeah.
0: And, and when uh, you're in the timber like that and you can glass the turkey that far away, Yeah, that show if <laughs> that don't tell you
1: how open it is in there. But those turkeys, I mean, I thought we was going to kill them, man. They they started gobbling and they started coming and we shut up, they shut up, then they gobbled right under us on the in the holler and was like, okay, he's going to come up here. And uh, that lasted for, what, four hours?
0: At least. He was within 125 of us. He would get 50, and then he'd be at 70, and then he'd be back at 50, and then you'd hear him walk in, and then he'd be, I mean, he'd just. And then you say, well, why couldn't y'all see him at that close distance in the woods? Well, the one
1: spot we set up in is the only thick spot on the place. <laughs> yeah.
0: Briar thickets, not yeah. leaf thickets.
1: Yeah, it's the briars. When you but sit I, on the ground, you can't see.
0: But that was almost by choice because we had to use that to be able to move. That was like the only lit little bit of cover that we had. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we'd have never gotten that close to it.
1: Nope. But it was fine. Well, man, we well, was all up in turkeys every day just about. Just yeah. didn't hold my mouth right. Mm. And that one time I spooked that
0: one. I wasn't even going to bring that well, up. Well,
1: I'm human.
0: <laughs> it happens. <laughs> we
1: were uh, sitting up on the edge of a field where turkeys like to historically come up and down the uh, saddle. And to a little clover plot Tommy's got. And uh, sitting there, sitting there, looking the one way where we expect turkeys to be coming from down there towards the clover field, And we've been calling 15, 20 minutes probably. And you get on the jackpot and cut and yelp real loud and turkey gobbles. We can't figure out where he is. Is that far away?
0: And the wind wasn't helping either. Yeah,
1: it was blowing like 30 mile an hour. Anyway, sit there, call some more, nothing, nothing, nothing. Uh, finally, I th- I can get out tall timber and jank on it really hard, and he gobbles, and he's like right behind us. Yeah, like 150. I was thinking like 200 yards. That's what I thought. And uh it was like one of these situations. As soon as he got, was like we got to get spun around his tree. Yeah. And uh we get spun around the tree. Yep. And obviously he was closer than we thought. Yeah. When and
0: Tommy got. verified that. Yeah. Because Tommy's like, Tommy's, be like right Tommy's like when y'all moved, I was like, what
1: do y'all do? <laughs> That's one of them deals you make. If you think wrong, you think long, you think wrong, and we thought too short in that
0: time. We thought quick, and they're still wrong. Yeah, um, makes you wonder how many times you do that. You know, like how many times you hear a turkey and you think he's forever away, and you do some kind of move movement, and you're like, "Well, I know I didn't spook him. We may have." Yeah. Yeah. Because it really, I, I would have to think it was that tree. That kind of deflected the sound a little bit because I I thought I mean like I mean yeah you you initiated the move but I when you moved I wasn't like oh no I was like yeah we got time yeah but
1: one of them deals what get, do you
0: do and the whole
1: time like after the fact I was like what would I have done different I was like I wouldn't have done anything different because I was like oh, we can we can move
0: yeah I mean you never know man oh
1: yeah. but it was a fun trip fun trip we had had a had a good time up in turkeys the whole time, I mean Tommy's place is like normal, It's turkeys all yeah. up there, I mean there's nothing not that it wasn't for lack of that, just the stars didn't align to get one on video and all what we're trying to do
0: no, that is part of it, I think the plan this week, because it, this is the last week of the Mississippi turkey season mm-hmm. Um, and know we're going to go up to Kudzu for a few days and battle it out up there lord willing they're still gobbling and stuff up there i I don't know i feel like i'm completely out of touch hadn't been there in like a week and a half yeah i don't know what in the world's going on somebody may have come up there and poached all of them i don't know
1: <laughs> who knows who in the world knows uh, we're gonna go up there and find out i think uh... i'm i'm gonna help film i guess either jimmy or brad yeah and uh... i'm leaving friday going to north dakota on the yeah. hunt so that ought
0: to be fun yeah yeah
1: never been there
0: no, yeah, that'll be a good one. That'll be a good one. I don't know what the month of May is a. Um, for me, at least, it's kind of I don't know what's going to come of it. <laughs> I really, do. I, mean, I don't. I don't. I yeah, d- we'll see. I will see. But there's still some of April left to be written yet. Who knows? Got anything else to add, there, Gordon?
1: Can't think of anything. I'm uh, just.
0: I know. Um, our friends at Mossy Oak and their turkey stamp,
1: oh yeah, that's a really cool addition to some conservation efforts.
0: There is a um the hunting world. I don't know people have a tendency to only highlight the negative things that happen yeah, um, and I don't feel like doing that today. I don't feel like doing that just about any day, so I'm gonna tell y'all something about really cool that's going on. so if you have not heard it about yet heard about it yet, chances are you have. Because um, it's been all over social media, but Mossy Oak has come out with a turkey stamp. I mean, it it looks very similar to like a federal duck stamp, mm-hmm. you know. And uh... hundred percent of those proceeds are going to fund wild turkey research. So, huge props to Mossy Oak for for taking that initiative and doing that. Um, it's it's a it's a cool thing to be able to give back. Um, Mossy Oak obviously. Uh, came up with this idea but they've opened the door to where all of us can find a way to give back through it. So, I I saw you posted one a few mm-hmm. days ago when I got home from Iowa there was one sitting on the table that had come in the mail. I mean, it's super easy to do and you get a stamp. I mean, it's it's it's, it's a win-win, you yeah. know.
1: And uh Arkansas pretty neat with that too when I bought my license up there, they give you the option to uh they actually have two different stamps like that. Mm-hmm. Uh one's for wild turkey's and the other one is for
0: quail yeah i bought both yeah yeah because there was i think i can't i think it was dave that was doing it but he was showing that stamp and yeah i bought those back in i want to say february Mm -hmm. but
1: but that uh money goes to conserving those those resources as well
0: yeah but the the turkey stamp is a it's a cool deal man yeah
1: i think the tides are turning you know people are starting to pay attention to it more and actually thinking about it and when you start getting a group of like-minded people thinking about something, usually something comes of it. So yeah,
0: heading in the right direction. Yeah. Well, it's like the 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 adage of how a lot of the North American wildlife was saved and a lot of wildlife have been conserved because we put value on the resource. Yeah. And that is exactly what this tur—I mean, this turkey stamp is to the letter putting value on the resource. So and
1: same way back in those days a group of like-minded individuals got together and said hey we need to do something about this resource is dwindling yeah and the same exact thing's happening now Mm -hmm. thankfully it's a little earlier before they totally get in bad shape as they were yeah
0: i mean i mean here's the way there is like a which is a whole rabbit hole but um Every I feel like everyone and their mother and their mother's cousin is talking about turkey populations, which is which is not a bad thing necessarily, but you don't need to assume necessarily that the sky is falling, no. like you said, just need it, to get ahead it, of it, yeah,
1: get ahead of it before it gets too long yeah. too far gone
0: exactly so um again, huge props to Massey Oak for doing that um if you go to any Massey Oak social media channels, Facebook Instagram, so on, and so forth um you can find it. you can also probably find it mascio dot com speaking of mossy Oak, do you see where Mr Fox killed a turkey seventy <laughs> fifth ninety one years old That's freaking cool. Mm-hmm. It's about as cool as it gets um yeah, I think that'll about wrap us up. um thank y'all all for tuning in. Sorry for the de- delay. I always say we're not gonna do this, and then turkey season happens, and we do do this where <laughs> I miss some episodes. It is what it is, man. those turkeys, man, they foul me up um yeah hope y'all enjoyed the conversation we've got a lot i mean it seems like we may be nearing the end of the mississippi turkey season but there's still a lot left for turkey season as a whole that's yet to be unwritten and uh we're gonna chase it down for all that it's worth catch y'all back here next week hope y'all enjoyed the conversation as always thank y'all so very much for listening to the speak the language podcast